Welcome to Watch Therefore. Our Savior Jesus told us to watch for His coming, and the signs that He spoke of are all around us, shouting, Watch Therefore, and be ready. So join me, Dove Schwartz, as we learn to watch and prepare for the coming of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. Welcome to Watch Therefore. We're watching for our great King, our great Savior, Messiah, Jesus Christ. He told his people to watch, therefore, and to be ready. Increasingly, the signs are all around us. King Jesus is coming for his people in the clouds any moment, just like the Bible promises. And we need to be ready. Now, you might think, well, that's crazy. I mean, come on, get real that Jesus is going to come in the clouds for his people. Well, he's our Lord Jesus. He's risen from the grave. His word says that he will. And you want to see something crazy. Just turn on the evening news these days. So the reality is Jesus is coming. Jesus is coming. Hallelujah. Jesus is coming. And we need to be ready. Dove Schwartz here in northern Israel proclaiming our Lord's coming. And I have a special missions program today. What, What does this mean, a missions program? Well, tune in. Listen and find out. Let's pray. Oh, Holy Father in heaven, in Messiah Jesus' name, we give you glory, honor, and praise. We thank you for your great goodness toward us. Now, Holy Father, please bless our program today. Bless our listeners. And thank you that our help comes from the Lord, maker of heaven and earth. Thank you, Father, Messiah Jesus' name. Amen. Well, what I'm going to do today on this program is I'm going to give some passages that pertain to our responsibility as believers in Messiah Yeshua, our our Lord Jesus. And I'm going to start with the character of God, the character of the Lord spoken of in Psalm 68.5. And I'm going to cross-reference with uh, the New Testament book of Jacob, uh, or in English called James. Uh, His name was Yaakov. He was a half-brother of Messiah Jesus. Uh, They share the same mother. Of course, Jesus' father is God. But in James chapter uh, Yaakov is Jacob in English, but in the King James and then to the other English translations is James. So we have uh, this incredible passage uh, in James we're going to look at along with starting off Psalm 68.5. A father of the fatherless, a defender of widows, is God in his holy habitation. This is the character of God. He's a father to the fatherless. He's a defender of widows. Now, there's a couple ways we're going to demonstrate this. I'm going to demonstrate this on the program today. But first off, think of this. Orphans. The Lord loves orphans. And here the orphans are called the fatherless. Yes, the fatherless. Now, think of this. Everyone is born into this earth without a heavenly father. Separated from him. Yeah, right. And and, and because of our sin. We're sinners. We're born into this world without a living spirit inside of us. We have a soul, our mind, our emotion, our will, but our spirit is separated from God, and that is death. That's the ultimate death is to be separated from God. And, and so God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him will not perish, hallelujah, but have everlasting life. Messiah Jesus was sent by our Father in heaven that we might have a Father in heaven. He came to die for our sins. And this is how much our father in heaven loves the fatherless. Everyone on planet earth that's ever been born has been born without a heavenly father. And that, that bridge has been built through Messiah Jesus that then our, 
we have the spirit of adoption, the Bible says, hallelujah, by which we cry out, Abba, Father. That's in Romans chapter 8. We, we are adopted by our Father in heaven through Messiah Jesus, our Lord. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life, and nobody comes to the Father except through me. So we are adopted into the family of God. How much more should we who believe in Messiah Jesus, who have been adopted through the blood of the Lamb, through the sacrifice of Jesus Christ on the cross for us, how much more should we have a sensitivity in our heart about orphans? About orphans. How much more? Yes. And so, this is an important work as we consider who we are and what we do. Now, there are many ways to help orphans wherever you are. Yet, I'm going to share with you a special orphan work that's coming up through our ministry that many of you may want to participate with. And we have some who have did this the last time we went to Uganda. And uh, it was really uh, a, a great uh, thing for us to work together on. Now, having said that, we're going to look at the New Testament book of Jacob or James, as I explained earlier. And in James chapter 1, the word of the living God tells us something about our faith. Yes. And, and so he says in, in James one twenty seven, pure and undefiled religion before God and the Father is this, to visit orphans and widows in their trouble and to keep oneself unspotted from the world. Wow. You see, this verse impacted my life so greatly that it's changed my life for the rest of my life. And, and I was walking across the parking lot in somewhere, around, I think, 2005, 2006, something like that. 2005, I think. And I was walking across the parking lot and I heard the spirit of the Lord stop me. And inside of my spirit, in my heart and mind, he said this, pure and undefiled religion goes to orphans and you don't. I stopped and I looked up in the air and it was so clear that the Lord had spoken to me that I said right out of my mouth, I said, but I don't know any orphans. Well, I, I found out soon thereafter that the Lord knows about 200 million of them that are on the earth today. And he began to introduce me to the ones he had me to go to at that time through pastors in Africa, uh, through friends and relationships in America who introduced me to pastors in Africa. I didn't really go looking for this. They came looking for me because I answered that that word from the spirit of the Lord, that, that unction, that convicting word of, I am not doing James one twenty seven, And, and I started going to Africa and there's a church I was an associate pastor at and all, all kinds of things were happening. They sent me over to help orphans and, and together we, we build an orphan facility in Kenya. And, and, and then the Lord began to introduce me to other pastors. And I began going, began going to orphans periodically and just touching their heads with my hand and telling them that they have a father in heaven who loves them through Messiah Jesus. And many of them would pray to receive Jesus as Lord and they would be adopted spiritually into the kingdom of God. And, and, and we were able to give them hope, the hope of the Lord that doesn't disappoint in many different ways, in, in different feeding programs and schooling programs and, 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 um, and Bible teaching and all kinds of exciting things. Yes. And, and, and so uh, we have this trip to Uganda coming up. This trip to Uganda, August 27, 2016. It's coming up this month. 
And, and, and on that trip, we're going to visit Pastor Mahosa Lewi, who's been on the program for programs we recorded in Uganda. And he has such a big job on his hands. He has taken on the task of ministering to three or 400 orphans, but very specifically with all that he can, helping trying to start a school, building bathrooms and, and things like that, on this refugee camp in Uganda for about 200 orphans. Some of you participated. We bought 200 pairs of shoes in November when I went there to give each child a pair of shoes. And I said, oh, it's just a pair of shoes. And, and the pastor said, no, these aren't shoes. You haven't brought them shoes. You've brought them a miracle. You've brought them a miracle. Now, these are, these are children on a refugee camp who their families were chased out of their homes. Um, and, 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 uh, many of them died in conflict and here these children are orphaned and they've been moved over to this refugee camp in Uganda. They came from the Democratic Republic of Congo. Most of the ones that we're going to minister were five to were five and a half million men, women, children, and babies were slaughtered and there's still ethnic strife all over the, in different places in the country. <clears throat> so, uh, some of these have been refugees in Burundi and Rwanda. And, and so this is such an important work. It's such an important work. We go there and representing our father in heaven. We who have been adopted into the family of God and we, we preach Jesus, the Lord to them. We share with them the love of the father and we bless them in ways that we can. And, and so, uh, that's one of the things we're going to do in Uganda. On this trip, another uh, passage of scripture, something else I want to talk to you about in Matthew, uh, chapter 28 in the gospel of Matthew, chapter 28, our Messiah, Jesus is ending his time here uh, on earth with his disciples, uh, getting ready to go up to be with our father in heaven at his on his throne where our Messiah, Jesus sits today. And before he leaves, here are final words. Here's final marching orders. Matthew 28. I'm going to read verses 18 through 20. And Jesus came and spoke to them, saying, All authority has been given to me in heaven and on earth. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I have commanded you. And, lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Amen. And this king... This Savior, Messiah Jesus, he gives us marching orders. He says, from the Greek to English, uh, 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 as we delve into it deeper, what it says is, in your going, as you're going, as you're living out your life daily, make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, teaching them teaching them to observe all things I've commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. So this is what we're doing. We're going to Uganda and, and we're going to uh, have discipleship meetings with pastors. We have two primary pastors conferences in the week that will be in Uganda. And, and we're going to help these pastors. Some of them live out in rural areas. They don't get great teaching. We're going to help them. We're going to teach them the word of God. We're going to teach them the watch therefore message. We're going to teach them Bible prophecy. Many of them have never heard Bible prophecy. And the ones that have heard a little of it are so excited. Woo. Hallelujah. They're so excited that we're coming to teach them 
about the second coming of Messiah Jesus, about the rapture and the second coming of Messiah Jesus and the signs of the times. They don't, they don't get to read the Internet every day. They don't know a lot of what's going on on the earth. They don't know exactly what's going on in it with Israel. And we're going to teach them. They don't have uh, KKHT radio. They don't have oneplace.com. They don't have this. But here's what we can do together. You, you might say, well, I'm not called to go get on an airplane and meet you in Africa. So what can I do? Well, there's three primary components we look at with regard to missions. There's praying, giving, and going. So maybe you haven't been pray, called to go, but you can pray. You can pray. I'm getting ready to send out our monthly newsletter uh, here in August. And we're going to have prayer points in that newsletter. You can get on our monthly uh, free mailing. You can go to our website, pouredoutforthenations.com or watchtherefore.tv. And from there, request to be put on our monthly mail out. Watch their door, watchtherefore.tv. If you go there, you can also click to go to pouredoutforthenations.com. But at watchtherefore.tv, there's a form you can fill out to be put on our monthly mailing list. And you can pray for us. Oh, please. You might say, I don't have any money to send. My budget's strapped. That's okay. The Lord doesn't tell us to give out of what we don't have. He tells us to give out of what we have, out of our increase. And so what you can do, if you're giving to your congregation already off the first fruits and your bills are such that, that uh, you can't pay or give or the Lord hasn't called you to give to this, you can pray. Oh, we need people to be on their knees for us while we're in Uganda. So many potential obstacles and difficulties and expenses. And you can pray for the Lord to raise up those who will help us. Oh, there's, there's all kinds of expenses with airfare and, and hotel rooms and food and, and different things. And, and we want to get something nice for the orphans. And then there's, listen, we have to pay for lunch for, for these pastors, hundreds of pastors. Yes. And so uh, where does the money come from? Where does the help come from? Well, hallelujah. Our help comes from the Lord, maker of heaven and earth. That's right. Uh, this program today is being brought to you by our ministry, Poured Out for the Nations. Poured Out for the Nations. And so well, how do we pay for that? Well, our help comes from the Lord, and He raises up faithful partners and, and, and followers of this media ministry. People who believe, I've heard from the Lord what this man is saying. The Lord wants me to come alongside. He wants me to be part of that. Well, that's what we ask you to do is ask the Lord, Lord, is this something you have me to be part of? Do you want to be part of something that is uh, aligned perfectly with the character of the Lord with regard to helping orphans, blessing them, touching them, feeding them, sharing the word of God with them, that they might be adopted into the kingdom of God? Hallelujah. And going to pastors and we're going to churches to preach the gospel. We're going to be preaching the gospel. We'll see many. I'm confident we'll be seeing many saved by Messiah Jesus. As we preach this gospel, there are many just like in America who are in churches there and, and they think they're saved. They think they're born again. They think they're going to heaven, but they're just religious and they they have a Bible and they give you know, money now and then to the church and, and they're not yet saved. They're, they're going trying to go to heaven on their own goodness and even religion. And and, and so we're going to see the Holy Spirit touch them and show them you need to be saved. And I pray if there's anyone listening today, that's your condition, that he would touch you, that you, you need to be saved. You need, you need a new heart. You need to become a new creation in Messiah Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 So 
that's part of the message today. Uh, here's another part of the message. Go to Second Corinthians chapter five. Second Corinthians chapter five. And and if you're driving, then faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. We see we have this ministry of reconciliation, reconciling the lost, those who have not yet been saved by Jesus, reconciling them to our Father in heaven through Jesus. Yes? So I'm going to begin at 2 Corinthians chapter 5, 18. Now all things are of God who has reconciled us to himself through Jesus Christ and has given us the ministry of reconciliation. I want you out loud to say the word us or we as I, as I read through this. Okay, so I'll start over again. Us or we. Every time I say that, say, say it with me. Us or we. Now all things are of God who has reconciled us to himself through Jesus Christ and has given us the ministry of reconciliation. That is that God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself, not imputing their trespasses to them and has committed to us the word of reconciliation. Now then we are ambassadors for Christ as though God were pleading through us. We implore you on Christ's behalf be reconciled to God. And here's the gospel message. For he, the father, made him the son who made who knew no sin to be sin for us, that we might become the righteousness of God in him. That's Jesus, the Lord, sent by our father to die on the cross for our sins, that we could have his righteousness. That's what it takes to get into heaven. His righteousness, not our righteousness, his righteousness. And he's committed to us and we, the word of the gospel, to be reconciled to God. We are ambassadors. Hallelujah. What is an ambassador to do? Well, let's just take the the United States of America. And um, uh, sadly, we I'm, I'm sorry to say we don't have a better example of a State Department and ambassadors in America. But that's another program. <laughs> Anyhow... The United States of America sends ambassadors from its sovereign nation to represent the sovereign nation of America in other countries. And when those embassies are set up in other countries, they are like a piece of America in another country. They are a sovereign nation in that space where there is a building that's the embassy. Right? And so um, the ambassadors who work from that building that is a piece of sovereign America, they go out into that country and they project the principles and the ways of that sovereign country and represent that sovereign country and project its ideas and ideals and principles and ways to influence that country in which they're in on behalf of the United States of America in this analogy. Now, sadly, today, I've got to say this. I've got to go off track for just a second. Sadly, those principles that America is representing today are homosexual marriage and abortion. And I've been in Kenya where there are representatives from America in Kenya pushing abortion, making it legal. And now in, in Kenya, in some circumstances, abortion is legal. And, and, and so there are countries in 
in the, in Africa, for example, that are that are rejecting the, the things that America is representing through their ambassadors because they're so evil and dark. But think of this: to the contrary of being evil, dark, the righteousness and the goodness and the holiness and the and the glory of God is what we go. We're sent from the sovereign kingdom of God to places like where I'm going to Uganda. And, and, and like Joshua says, every place the, the sole of your foot touches, he says, will advance the kingdom of God, the kingdom of Yahweh, the Father, Yahweh, the Son, Yahweh, the Holy Spirit. And so we go to Uganda and we say, thus says the king, thus says the sovereign king, be reconciled to him. He loves you. He wants to bless you. He wants to send his glory and put it in you as you receive Jesus as Lord and you're born again. And now your dead spirit is brought to life in Jesus Christ. You're born again. Now you have a relationship with the Lord. And so we go proclaiming, hallelujah, as ambassadors, thus says the king from the sovereign nation, the kingdom of God. Repent and be saved from this wicked and vile generation. And we go to influence those people in those areas where we go for the kingdom of Jesus Christ. And we say, be saved, repent and believe in the gospel of Jesus. We go there and we touch the orphans heads and we say, we represent a father in heaven who loves you and who wants to forgive you and bless you and give you a new life that honors him. And, and you remember now Jesus loves you. This I know for the Bible tells me so. And we share wonderful age-appropriate Bible studies and, and lessons with them that they can get a hold of. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Uh, you might want to come with us hearing this. You might want to come with us and be ambassadors for Christ on one of our trips to Africa. Right? And you're not going now on this trip, but you can pray for us. You can give for this trip. Others have given partial uh, the, the partial funds that are needed to complete what we need to do. Others have, have given support to it. Do you want to join them? You can do that. Go to watchtherefore.tv and you can click on Poured Out for the Nation's Air and you can join us prayerfully and financially on this trip. Or you can go to pouredoutforthenations.com and do so. Let me have a word of prayer. Pray with me, please. Oh, Holy Father in Heaven, thank you in Messiah Jesus' name for this special missions report, this special missions program. I pray you've touched the heart of somebody who's listening, somebody who might be listening in countries all around the world at oneplace.com or someone who's listening from KKHT right now, Father. And in Messiah Jesus' name, please raise them up that we might complete this mission you've called us to, to represent you as ambassadors, uh, to represent your character of loving orphans and widows as we'll touch many widows on this trip as well, certainly. Thank you uh, for those you're raising up to partner with us to go there for and make disciples on this refugee camp in Uganda. Precious souls. You said to go to the poor and the hurting and the weak. Here we go, Lord. Here we are. Send us. Now bless all of our listeners today, Father. We thank you in Messiah Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Amen. Well, so great to be with you once again today. This is what the faithful servant does in Matthew 24, Mark 13, Luke 21. He's watching for the master to come and doing what the master commanded. What a great life we have in Messiah Jesus. Oh, join us. 
in this walk to watch therefore. And as our Savior commanded, as we depart now, we say watch therefore and be ready. Thanks for listening today. And please join me every day, Monday through Friday, unless our Lord Jesus returns for us this week. This program is listener supported and depends on tax deductible donations to stay on the air. Give to Watch Therefore and contact me through our website at watchtherefore.tv. You can also send tax-deductible donations to Watch Therefore, P.O. Box 564, Pearland, Texas, 77588. Again, by the web, watchtherefore.tv, and mail, watchtherefore, P.O. Box 564, Pearland, Texas, 77588. You can also call me right now at 713-624-0943. That's 713-624-0943. Keep watching for Messiah Jesus.